Mark Myra and Shane Allen here from the Gentleman's Club. You're listening to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Find us at thezone941.com and facebook.com slash the Gentleman's Club show. Or uh, listen, Monday through Friday, 3 till 7 on uh, 94.1 The Zone here in Rochester. There There we go. Podcast done. We're we're there as well. Um, We got some best of coming up. We talk about how I got a new cat. And then also a caller, a caller called in. And uh, because that's what callers do. And they labeled a certain car out there the gayest car. Hmm. And we disputed him. And you know what? I think we won. I think so. So if you want to find out what he thought the gayest car was, which... Of course, if you're, uh, if, if we don't think cars cars can be gay, but if you are a gay car, we 100% accept you, and you should have the same freedoms and rights as everybody else. I like the idea that there is a car that is gay yeah. and also chooses to listen to the show. This is what I think, Shane, about gay people. Okay, you ready? Oh boy, here we go. I hope I I don't know like I don't know if this is gonna end up being offensive, but no. I hope for like my kids, I hope they never have to come out of the closet. As in, like, if they're gay, I hope there's not, like, a moment where they feel like they have to tell everybody where it's just like, oh, you're, you brought somebody over and it's a guy or it's a girl or, like, it shouldn't matter either way, you know? Bring whoever you want over. Like, as in who you're dating. Like, it shouldn't be, like, a moment where you have to come out of the closet. It's just, oh, I'm dating a, I'm dating a guy this year or I'm dating a girl this year. Well, wouldn't that be just uh, coming out of the closet? But why do you, it's certain- but it's not closeted. It's just who, you're just dating somebody that's either the same sex as you or the opposite. Well, it's still, like, it's coming out, though. Like you're dating but, a guy and you bring him home. But coming out, it's like you had to keep it a secret for some reason. Like you had to, you, not, what, you have to, I don't, either way. Okay. You know what I mean? No, I don't. But all right. I like it. So I sent you something last night. Did you watch all hour and a half of it? I watched a little tiny portion of it. Brother, I think I got the gist. Brother Wheeze, apparently in the 90s, he was so famous here in Rochester. That he got a TV show. Yeah. Like a local, like it, I think it just aired locally. But they, like, ch- it was on Channel 8. They were like, you are so good. You're going to get an hour and a half. And they had like a studio audience. And he, he, did you see the beginning where he drove in there on a motorcycle? Did I? Dude, he killed half those people. I'm watching Chernobyl. Half the people that were near the explosion of Chernobyl are, are dead in, in the show. I think he Chernobyled half that audience, right? Yeah, the intro to the show, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, was him riding on a motorcycle past businesses, including like strip clubs and stuff like that, looking cool as as all hell, and uh, waving to them. And it went on for like five minutes, it seemed. And they had a, a, a version of Bad to the Bone, right, where they were just clucking over it. Dude, I don't know. It was called The Late Night Circus with Brother Weeze. Yeah, I don't... Dude, I don't know. It was it was insane that that I made was it to the thing. point where he brought out Howie Mandel, and, and then I was just, like, feeling so bad for Howie. And then, uh, yeah. The show, good for them. It seemed like um, most of the people on YouTube could do something better. <laughs> oh, is this the interview with Howie Mandel? We have a certain simpatico. <laughs> you know, every time I come to town, I love doing this show. <laughs> it's just a mess. It's a mess of a TV show, but I mean, look, it lasted for days. <laughs> they had that going for days. Uh, but speaking of bad content, Shane, yeah, 
We got it too. We, you know, Weez isn't the king of bad content. He does. He's not the owner of bad content. We can do it as well. You oh, know, yeah, we're real bad. So, um, I don't know. I was just, I was kind of bored. I had a lot of work to do, but I was like looking for anything to avoid my work. So, um, I was like, uh, we have these like, just for commercials, like music beds. We have like little music hooks, and uh, I made a few. I made some songs over the music hooks. And just sang over them um, about different things, but different subjects. And then I showed you one and you were like, I want to make some. And so we made some and we want to share them with you guys. They're really, they're really, really good. good. Yeah. Do Should we do like every, like, should we alternate like a Mark one, a Shane one, or do you need yours to be right in a row? Just I, tell me what's better. I think I need mine to be right in a row. All right. Let's do all mine first then. Then we'll get to yours. Okay. Okay. So this one I have, uh, oh, I have a uh, name. So hold on. This one is called, um, these are all very short, okay? So you're not going to be, you know, stuck listening to like a three-minute so- song from like both Shane and I. But this one's called um, Fart Into a Baby's Mouth. Um, just a, a little cliff note for you. M- most of the lyrics of my songs are also the titles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the one I showed you. Fart into a baby's mouth. Here, check it out. Fart into a baby's mouth. You gotta fart into a baby's mouth. You gotta fart into a baby's mouth. That's how you get the genie out. Pretty self-explanatory, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Fart into a baby's mouth. That's how you get the genie out. I know, you know? I know you've never seen the show, but that sounds exactly <laughs> like the theme song to Firefly. Is it for real? Yeah, basically. <laughs> fart into a baby. That? Yeah, dude. Fart in, Fart in, Fart in. That right there. Yeah. This does not sound like a good show then. Well, look it up later. Fart Firefly theme song. Check it out later, and you're going to see Wait, how gonna, close to it it is. All right, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. It's um, it's it's one of my favorite shows of all time, so all I, right. I guarantee it. So, Firefly opening theme, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Firefly opening theme. So, here's mine. Fart into a baby's mouth. You gotta fart into a baby's mouth. You gotta fart. In- right? That's that's mine right there. And yeah. then this is Firefly. Take my land. Take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. I'm still maybe, free. Maybe I can time it out correctly. From me. They sync up way too well. Bee's mouth. That's how you get the genie. <laughs> yeah, dude, they those work. Good. All right, so we'll do my other one. I've I've also realized. So that's I've got two characters in my song. That one is a an old timey eighteen uh, hundreds gold prospector. Okay. I haven't named him yet. And then this next one is just me ripping off Morris Day in the time or Prince, either one. I just want to sound cooler by saying Morris Day in the time. Uh, this one's called uh, Got a Tiny Dick. Okay. Mm. Again, the lyrics are very closely related to the title. Okay. So this is called Got a Tiny Dick. Here, check it out. Oh, I got a tiny dick and I know how to use it. Oh, I got a tiny dick and I know how to use it. It's a little piece of ZD. Damn, that's good ZD. <laughs> Wow. I am both horny and yeah. hungry all at the same time. 
And then for my third one, I go back to the gold prospector voice. Can I wait just real quick? Yeah. <laughs> is your tiny penis is it an actual piece of ziti, <laughs> or does it just resemble ziti? And let's hear it again just to see the truth of this. Okay. okay yeah, I don't yeah. even know the lyrics. Oh, you sound like a train. All right. Let's see what I say at the end. I think I. And, well, and then the guy at the end who is uh, still, me. I guess, eating it. <laughs> so here's the thing: it is it is a piece of ziti. Okay. Because what do I say? It's a little piece of ziti. So yeah, it's you, like, you don't say it looks like a little piece. And then of ziti. this guy says, "Damn, that's good ziti." Yeah. <laughs> so he's actually eating this, yeah. the ziti. It's ziti. Okay, I had a ziti dick just to make sure. All right, and then back to the gold prospector voice, uh, the character. This one's called... You um, know him, you love him. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Giant's Vagina, and okay. I think it's my favorite. The, is okay. this Game of Thrones inspired? No, no. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. All right, here we go. Oh, I'm trapped inside a giant's vagina. I thought I was asleep in Vegas, a giant's vagina. How do I get myself out of this big old giant's vagina? Pussy. This giant's got a big fucking pussy. Wow, extended version. So, yeah, I think it's self-explanatory. The gold prospector, he was mining for gold. Thought he saw his old sleeping bag. Yeah. But that's a giant's vagina that he he ended up sleeping in and he got trapped in there. Well, Mark, you don't have to explain. We all know how prospecting works. Sure. Everybody always had a big old... Huge uh, sleeping bag that looks like a vagina. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, yours. Let's get to yours. Okay. All right. So got your first song. I'm gonna rev it up, Shane. You ready? Right. I'm As, right. What's your character that you're <laughs> saying in? Um, I guess uh, I, it's more up to interpretation. So I'll leave it to you. All right. I'm, I'll play it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Shane's first song. I've never watched a single episode of Friends, but I know how it will end with a toaster in the bathtub tonight. I'm talking about my life. <laughs> so you're going to kill yourself? Um, <laughs> so the character or you is going to kill themselves? Yeah. I mean, like, or like I said. Friends ending with a suicide. It's up to interpretation. <laughs> okay. So yeah. you got to play the next one because you said you're like mine is like, you said that yours is like a... Um, like a concept concept on you're like you totally coheed and camry at this mm-hmm. right okay yeah. all right here we go shane's next song so the first one was uh friends is gonna end also my life is gonna end with a toaster <laughs> in the bathtub okay next one gotta head on down to the old home depot i gotta pick up my toaster and get it to go i gotta get one with an extra long cord because my outlet's far away from my bathroom <laughs> I like that we did this separately, but we both did the, after the song is done, make sure you put some words in. It's because we're so late. All right, one thing, these clips are short, and also we have to explain our songs, right? Because the whole thing is just like, the whole whole thing is like, sucking on a deer's asshole, sucking on a deer's asshole. I'm sucking on the deer's ass because I haven't eaten in nine days. Like, we have to explain what's happening. Like, but we know that's how songs work. <laughs> you gotta explain it. That happens in every song. All right. So, wow, we got the toaster, extra long cord, mm-hmm. Home Depot. What's gonna happen? I hope 
Okay, I have my. Can I tell you my theory of what's going to happen before you play it? Ooh, I love a fan theory. You're just going to make some toast. Ooh. I'm saying you're just going to make some toast. All right. Mm-hmm. got to tune in to find out. I've decided not to take my life tonight. I'm going to get out this tub and make everything all right. I'll show this world I'm not an angsty teen. I am Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my God. It's Harvey Weinstein the yeah. whole time? Yeah. What a reveal. Oh, my God. So this, the concept to this album is that it's Harvey Weinstein as a teenager. Okay. And he was depressed and he was going to kill himself. Oh, he so should have killed ba- himself. You feel bad. And then you find out it's Harvey Weinstein. And then you're like, oh, I yeah. wish he killed himself. Yeah. Wow, um, we should do this more, right? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I had too much fun doing that. Yeah. We're, I'm not gonna- then, <laughs> my voice is not good, but I'm going to be humming... Your songs. <laughs> yep. All the way Giant's home. vagina and got a tiny dick are mm-hmm. classics. Yeah. I, uh, I think I'm going to play it at my next wedding. Beep, boop, boop, boop. So, Shane, um, got the got the cat situation going on. Where you at? Um, oh, Where you at so, with the cat? Okay, well, let me, let me just bring everybody up to speed. There's a, there's a feral cat that's at my kid's preschool. My wife saw the cat and the teachers were like oh she uh, she had a bunch of babies this cat so there's a bunch of kittens in the parking lot of the preschool and what did my, my my wife posted about it and what was the fake term that she made up about what the it was like uh, she said this cat is a known birth and dumper birth and dumper favorite series birth and then dump and i looked it up online i'm like what the hell is that like a common phrase like a no. birth and dumper and i no looked way. it on a a, a birth and dumper it sounds like a musical, like a, a a German folk band, but it's it's nothing. It's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. These are feral cats just doing cat stuff, right? And that's that's all. And they, they they had kittens. So my wife and a bunch of the moms that were dropping off the kids at the preschool gathered up four kittens and stole stole the mom's kittens because you know she's a birth and dumper. That's how they that's how they made it okay that they stole the babies from the mom, right? Mm-hmm. So they stole a bunch of kittens and then like all these moms and my wife um, ended up taking taking a cat. So now I got a cat at my house. So that's the that's that's where I got where I am. And my wife Lily was telling me about how people were all all, all the, the moms they were like calling their husbands to be like, Hey, can we have a cat, right? Can yeah. I bring a cat home? One of the my one of the ladies called her husband and said, hey, can I bring a cat home? And the husband was on speakerphone. He said, he told his wife, if she brought a cat home in a box, she can use that box to pack her things and leave. Wow. <laughs> what a hero this guy is. Nice. Um, and I, oh, and when Lily called me, um, I, uh, uh, oh, wait, that didn't happen. Oh. She didn't even ask me. She didn't ask me if I even wanted the cat. I think we have. Oh, Shane, we have a cat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like this thing that we're missing in our lives. We have a cat, and it does cat. Th- it does the same thing that this new cat does. You now, know, just it be. It's a cat at our house, and now we got two things being cats at our house. Now, Mark, I'm not married to you, and I have never slept with you. Okay, you don't have to brag. Not to break down the fourth wall. Here. Yeah, we don't. We don't sleep together. We don't hook up yet. Okay. But I know for a fact that um, you wouldn't want a cat. What? Like the assumption I would go with is like walking through life. If I ever saw a cat, my first thought is always, hey, I'm not going to give that to Mark. Yeah, thank you. You should, you should do that. So 
Yeah, it just seems weird that your wife was like, yeah. all the cats. No, she didn't, and she didn't even call me. You know, it's honestly better that way because if she did call me, I'd be like, oh, let's not do that, and then it'd be a fight, and whatever. It's better. It's I guess it's better this way. I'm stuck with a cat for 20 years, okay? That's better this way. Um, so my wife took it upon herself. She took all four of the kittens and got them dewormed. So we paid for everybody's deworming, got the cats dewormed, and I looked that up. That's fake. Deworming is fake. Like, a, what? All cats are born with a worm in their belly, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's like a big thing. But I think it's one of those things where, like, one out of 100 cats has these worms. So they charge you, you know, 30 bucks a cat to deworm all, every cat so they can just make money off of it. Learn that. Um, uh, I got to get it spayed. And I was, I thought I'd be able to get away with it because our cat, our current cat is neutered. So I was like, oh, I don't have to get her spayed because they're not going to be able to have babies, right? Yeah. No, apparently cats just pee all over the place if they're not spayed. I can't believe that you're an anti-wormer. I'm, I looked it you're up. Like, I you're like, this is like a new level of anti-vaxxer. No, I, I looked it up. I could have bought the deworming medicine for like five bucks and dewormed like 17 cats. Sure. It's just a it's just a pill that they take, but you have to go to the vet and do it. Oh, I thought you were just refusing to do it all. No, no, no in this, general. All of them are dewormed. Okay, we got them dewormed. We had to pay for all of them. That was nice, uh, but they're all dewormed. Um, and now, in you know, in a few couple months or whatever, we have to get it spayed. Which I are thought, you, are I, you going to try to do yeah, that yourself? Yeah, I'm. I'll, I got teeth. Mm. I can get this thing done, Shane. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so. I feel I, like you're you actually didn't deworm these cats. They're dewormed. It's like they're gonna end up giving me polio. No, so. look, I promise you they never had worms to begin with, but we took the precaution and we dewormed everybody's cat. The vet dewormed everybody's cat. So But it's all gonna be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> because of the joy they're gonna bring you. Look, I I out of all the animals of the animal kingdom that live inside of my house. Yeah. I am a I'm a big fan of cat cats. Not a big fan of dogs. Mm. I'm more of a fan of cats than dogs. They take care of themselves. You can leave the house without them being upset. You can leave the house for days and they're they're good. They take care of themselves. Yeah, they're amazing. Cats are great compared to dogs. Like no, dogs, I just can't handle. They'll eat your dead corpse oh, if you die. Oh, yes. and nobody's found you. What will the dog do? Hump it. Hump you. That's about it. Beep boop boop boop. Not even on my radar here, Shane. But. Uh, New Terminator movie coming out in November. I know you said you're not like a huge Terminator fan, but you've had, you've had to at least seen Judgment Day, right? With Liquid Liquid Robot. Um, what's the one with Christian Bale? Christian Christian Bale's in, oh, you saw that's a newer one. Yeah, that's it's like that's, Redemption or that's something. That's the only one I've seen. For real, you've never even seen Judgment Day with Liquid Robot. No, you haven't seen Liquid Robot, Shane. I've seen uh-huh. enough. Arnold Schwarzenegger top ten movie lines but clips. This, I think I've pieced it together. But this is yeah, this is hit. This is like the movie. Here's here's nice Terminator Dark Fate official teaser trailer. Shane, it's a nightmare. Got they got robots in there, Shane, and of course, are they sexy robots? Uh, yeah, I mean they're, they're pretty attractive. And you got uh, Sarah Connor making an appearance in here, and she's like old. But she's got a bazooka and some shotguns, and she's kicking ass in there. Sarah Connor's like the best part of of the Terminator movies. They got her back. There's a scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I mean, you at least know this: Arnold Schwarzenegger's a Terminator. Shane, he's a robot. He's the Terminator. Yeah. So why is he 
old and in this, some people speculating maybe it's the person that the Terminators were built off of. Mm. You know what I mean? That And it's he's actually a human in this one. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. right? But they built these Terminators to look like humans to fit in, right? I don't know. That's a, I guess, yeah. Okay. So wouldn't they, if they have the technology to build a robot that looks like a human, wouldn't, isn't it that big of a leap to be like, oh, they have the technology to also age like humans? Sure. So they still... Yeah, maybe. Maybe okay. that's it. But I'm, I'm thinking it's a human just because he's just like living in a house. I don't know. These I, Terminators I would just be like would living in a house. hope not. Because then it's just a sad Arnold. In yeah. This movie, oh, I'm, I think we're seeing sad Arnold. I welcome one. to my house. Yeah. Oh, boy. Would you like soup? All right, enjoy your Terminating. Bye. And, I mean, even if Arnold's just a Terminator, he's doing the action sequences, he's 72. He can still take it. We saw him get kicked in the freaking back by some South African guy. Yeah, but that South African guy wasn't a freaking robot from the future. That's true. Can I ask you a question as, as a person, that, a Terminator novice? Yeah. So the whole point of the movies, Shane, is we got John Connor, who, suppo- who in the future, John Connor... When the when the robots have taken over and we got the mass extinction of humans and all that stuff, John Connor is the leader that saves the humans, right? Yeah. So the Terminators, the robots, are trying to get rid of John Connor, and their big plan in the first one is we're going to go back in time and we're going to kill his mom, so she can never have him, and then we win, right? So that's the first movie. Okay. The second movie is we're going to send another Terminator back in time. This time to kill John Connor after he's already born, right? So that's that one, okay? All right. And then I'm not, you know, third, fourth, fifth, it's all the same. They keep on sending robots robots at him. But why not do this? If you're the Terminators, why not send a robot back to like the 1600s and kill John Connor's great, 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 great grandma or something, right? Why not go back that far, like that far back in time when it's way easier to kill somebody and boom, you kill that bloodline. Why not do that, Terminators? It doesn't make any sense, Shane. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go back in time to the 1600s when, you, when John Connor's grandma's coming over on the Mayflower. Sink the freaking Mayflower. Well, they've probably, you know, determined uh, through string theory. Oh, God. That, You're probably right that is too. a thread that they have to cut. Is at that time. Yeah, it's between... Sarah Connor and John Connor. Because if they, what if they kill, you know, if they kill a boat full of all the humans or whatever, going to maybe the old robots will never get made or there you something. Go. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. See, and I've never even seen the Terminator robot movies. They're so. And good. I've already figured this out for you, Shane. You really got to see them, especially Judgment Day. That is a, just an amazing movie. It really is. Like you'll love it. You'll love it. I've seen his. That's the one with his butt, right? The first one. The first, they, they, you see his butt a lot. You see his butt in the first one. You see his butt in the uh, second I've seen one it. as well. A great butt. It's an amazing butt. But the second one, they got Liquid Robot, dude. But do you see his butt? You see the other guy's butt. You see the other robot's butt. See, and I, I'm, I know I'm being, um, you know, very juvenile when I'm talking about Arnold's butt. But it, it is a great butt. And this is why I bring it up. I'm worried that this Terminator movie is not going to be able to keep up with the sexy robot stuff that we have going on now. With, between Black Mirror and that West World, that West World, uh, the one where they have whatever made up Mark Zuckerberg up in the hill making a sex robot about one oh, of his employees. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Forget what that one's called. Um, uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. You got some sexy 
ass robots that are full on nude, and I'm I'm okay to look at it. I'm okay to watch it because Fair. they're robots. Yeah. Nothing it's wrong, not. It's not. Nothing uh, wrong with it. You're human. It's not objectifying a woman. It's literally an object. She's a robot. It's like if I found a toaster sexy. Mm-hmm. You can't say nothing about it. All right. So that's what I'm worried. Are they going to show any robot boobs in this? That's my question. Um, I will and will there you, be a sexy toaster? I will give you a 100 percent yes on the boobs. Yeah. A 92 percent on the, the toaster. I am going home tonight, and I am switching my AIM. This messenger name. You have that? To Sexy Toaster. Beep, boop, boop, boop. So, Shane, um, in a little bit, around 5.30, we've got Stuff You Can't Eat with Shane. We're going to go through stuff of the week that, uh, you know, foods you can't eat, uh, according to scientists, things that are unhealthy for you, all that yeah. good stuff. And I think this was brought up last week. Bacon, right? Or was it a couple of weeks ago? The stat is like, if you eat around one piece of bacon a day, the uh, you get an, the the chances of you getting bowel cancer, butt cancer goes up eighteen percent. Yeah, and that's not even counting other types of cancer and just the adverse health effects of bacon. And it just has to do with the chemicals that they put on bacon in order to make it bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about this, like, because it's so unhealthy for you, bacon. Should it be banned? Should this be a food that we don't make? Like, don't make because it's so unhealthy. That's like smoking cigarettes, right? Sure. It's like that bad for you. If it's that bad for you, why are we allowing one companies to make this product that is, will raise raise the chance of you getting butt cancer? Right. So we're allowing companies to make these products, but then also have a marketing campaign where bacon has become like king of food. In the last like six years, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole thing is just about how great bacon is and how everybody loves bacon and put bacon on everything. But it's one of the most deadliest foods that we have. Put like at least an age limit on it. You're going to get butt cancer. Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, that's what a lot of vegetarian people are pushing for. Or at least like if not banning it. You should have the actual stats out there for people to read, and you should. The government shouldn't be recommending such a high amount of meat in a diet. What well. is, do you know the recommendation currently? I mean, you're no, not at the top of my in-house head. food no, I expert. Don't, but, I mean, they shouldn't. Apparently, they shouldn't be recommending like any. Well, is, it, a slice of bacon a day is, is going to hurt your butt. Isn't the whole thing with meat is you should ha- if you're if you eat meat, and I, I'm not a vegetarian. Uh, Shane is, but if you eat meat, you should maybe do it a couple of times a week. Whereas people, it's like, oh, you know, a couple of times a day, I'm going to eat meat, right? Mm-hmm. Where it should be more of just like a weekly thing where you, you're you sprinkling it in and the rest is just, you know, lentil soup and uh, entire loaves of Italian bread like we do at my house. Yeah, I would say to people, and uh, do whatever you want, but I think if you, you know, do a little bit of... Uh of reading into how bad it is for you, at least switch to just being a weekend meat eater. <laughs> like a weekend bacon eater type of thing? Yeah. I don't know the people that are having it once a day. That seems like an insane number. Meat? There's, no, bacon. Bacon? Just bacon. Oh, there's, dude, there's people that eat bacon every single day. That is insane. It's too... I, I'm not... I'm not that's one America, bro. I'm not one of these people that's like crazy for bacon, but that seems like a, a lot... So, so we found that as a society 
This was, this was years ago. I mean, it, we've talked, it came out like the actual stat, but like three or four years ago, they came out with bacon just as cancerous. It's a cancerous product, right? But still, well, we got Wendy's has a food called, uh, a sandwich called the Baconator. They have a triple Baconator where they just load on slices of bacon. And then M- McDonald's had a theme thing a few months ago where it was like, uh, hey, we got a food, put bacon on it. Just ask, baking it up, baby, and it's just like, is this Big Mac making bacon taste better, or is this bacon making the Big Mac taste better, or whatever it is. My name's Terry Crews, and this is the Super Bowl. Remember that? Well, it was, was J.B. Smooth and... Oh, no! No, it was Terry Crews. No, no it was J.B. Smooth. It was J.B. Right. Smooth and Dr. Ken Jong. How can J.B. Smooth be doing Bic and bacon? Because he's just that smooth. Um, so, uh, are you sure it wasn't Terry Crews and Jackie Chan, or am I just... Completely no. off on that. Yeah, you're thinking of the better version rush of Rush Hour. <laughs> yeah. um, so you got bacon as a cancerous product, and then restaurants are just like, hey, can we double down on serving this stuff to people? You know? Mm-hmm. Mark, I, I'm so glad you're hopping on board with me. This is what I've been waiting for. This makes me so happy that you're coming around. Well, I've never been too pro-bacon. If only I can convince my fiance to do this. Is she pro-bacon? She loves she loves bacon? Well, she yeah, she's pro-bacon. She's she's eating meat. And I don't know if you feel this way, but I've had friends be like, I don't know how you can be a vegetarian and live with a person that like doesn't follow that diet. Because it seems like I don't know. It just seems like super weird. It'd be hard to do. Yeah. And I say, well, I can't force her. I just I need her to come to the light herself. Mm-hmm. Come to the good side. The good side with decent humans. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna ever become a vegetarian. I think I could. Can definitely not vegan it. Are you kidding me? I need that sweet cheese. Cheese binds foods together but, into okay, deliciousness. We're, we're on like we're at the point now where fake meats are super good. Okay. Like where people are eating whatever, the Impossible Burger, and vegetarians are throwing up because they think it tastes like real meat. It's a good, good advertisement. So good you'll throw up. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's most booze advertisements. (laughs) But all I'm saying is I think we're 10 years away from a good fake cheese. You think so? In a decade, yeah. If we, listen, I I have only two things I'm living for at this point. I want to see what we do with global warming if we fix that. We're not going to, so I want them to make a fake cheese so I can commit suicide via slowly (laughs) by eating cheese. I'm not going to do this on air, but I'm going to look it up because I'm pretty sure American cheese is just fake cheese. But I'll look it up off air, okay? Because it seems like that's not real cheese. They make nut alternatives. Okay. (laughs) Which which is, by the way, way, that is a good (laughs) Pornhub category. Um, That's a... That should be our new slogan here in the zone. <laughs> Number one nut alternative, <laughs> but there's uh, they make cheese out of nuts and it's super right. good. I'll, but it's I'll, it's a little too expensive I'll for me. A, I'll take a look, I guess. Well, two 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 one nine four one bacon, giving you butt cancer. Should we ban it? Should it be banned? It gives it literally gives you butt cancer. Do Should we do the thing that they do in like Australia and Europe or on the you know yeah the package of cigarettes they have like the the lung cancer or the guy's oh, like broken a, teeth like do a we have baby on there do we put like a, on, a, on bacon packaging do we put a picture of a, a butt a broken butt yeah with just like a protruding cyst coming out of it mm. beep, boop, boop, boop. i got a story here shane and it's supposed to be 
I feel like it was meant to be a heartwarming tale. And uh, I'll be honest, I just, I kind of don't see it that way. Like, as a heartwarming tale, and I want to see what you think about it. So let me let me throw it up here. It's about a kid. He ended up winning a PT Cruiser because he had, like, perfect attendance throughout high school. And it was like, there's like hundreds of kids that had it, but this kid got picked or whatever. Here, check it we out. We ran our perfect attendance list from all of our campuses, and we had several hundred that qualified for it. And then we went through the process of kind of whittling it down to these six. Some of those soft skills like attendance, like punctuality, like being present, matter in the work field just as much as the academics do. While many qualified, there could only be one winner. The prize, a brand new PT Cruiser. Surprised, I guess. I uh, wasn't really expecting to win today, but it's cool. I did. <laughs> just told myself every day, don't be late. Because I might win that car. So he that was what was motivating him to go to school and everything. And look, I don't think this kid's a bad kid, okay? Mm. I don't think that this kid's a piece of crap that has, should have no rights and we should be spitting on at every moment, maybe even throwing our feces on. I don't think that about this kid. I don't know why you'd bring that up. Though. I don't think that he should be kicked in the face by a guy with a really big boot with a steel toe on it. And then kicked in the face with a guy with a pretty big boot, a little smaller than the first guy's boot. I don't think that should happen to this kid. I don't think he should lose all his teeth. I don't know why you. I I don't think this kid is. I don't know why you're bringing up your adaptation of American History X. I don't think that this kid should be jumped on by a bunch of kids with cleats on. I don't think that should happen. But that being said, perfect attendance is a bunch of horse crap, and we should not be forcing this on people, and we should not be rewarding perfect attendance. At all. Maybe punctuality. Yeah, I can see that. But we should not be encouraging perfect attendance. It's a bad standard for people going through life. Why? Do you want do you want people coming into work no matter what? No matter no matter if they're feeling mentally crappy, no matter if they're feeling sick, bringing in a sickness, anything like that. Should we be telling people you must come in? If you got an employer that's doing that, they're an awful employer. They didn't have any exceptions? No, perfect attendance is like, you're not sick. Nothing. It's perfect attendance. Why we... That's a horrible thing. I mean, they should have sick days built into it then. Because, I mean, if they're trying to mirror the work, you know, your work life, you have... Sick days. Sick days. Yeah. No. Well, my dad was this way. My dad went to work when he was sick and... Like, that was his thing. It was like crammed to his brain. Perfect attendance. And it's just, I, it's not a standard we should be keeping. You definitely need mental health days. I wish I had a mental health day today. I, Shane, I came in here and I did nothing all day uh, just because I was feeling a little groggy. I should have a groggy day. You're feeling blue or you're just groggy? No, 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 I'm not sad. I, have, I don't have enough emotions <laughs> and depth in my life to feel sadness. Well, it's not really a mental health day. You're just... A groggy day. just lazy. Oh my God, give me a groggy <laughs> day. Lazy. Give me a groggy day. Uh, well, I did nothing. I just today. need a day. I just need a day off. I just don't want to work. That's everybody, dude. Yes, I mean, yeah. yeah. I want. I should have taken today off. I really should have. You know, you deserve it. I did nothing other than watch the new Terminator trailer like thirteen times. Mm-hmm. But like, don't you see? Like, what I mean by like the, this perfect attendance in school? What if he, he came in? He definitely came in sick a couple of days. Probably, or maybe they have it built in where you have, uh, you know, maybe excused absences. Like maybe. if he had a yeah. death in the family, yeah, they can't be like that's not perfect attendance, bro. Right. But my nana died. Listen, dude, she should have stayed alive. You want this PT cruiser or what? I mean, maybe if you're in high school, two 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 one nine four one, you could tell us if there's built in days like sick days. But I really think, from what I remember in high school, it was people that came in. 
no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's just awful. Don't do that to people. Don't do that to everybody else around you. I, I think this sets a weird precedent that um, a PT Cruiser is a desirable car. That's, yeah, that's make- why... That's why I'm upset with this story. Was this thing from 2008? Do they still make new PT Cruiser? It's just those principles old <laughs> I know, yeah. It's just like, listen, I got this PT Cruiser just sitting around. What are we yeah. going to do with it? It's got, look, it's got 80,000 miles on it. All mm-hmm. right. I'm trying to see. All right. Dude. All right. These, thi- <laughs> these things were discontinued in 2010. Yeah. This kid got a PT Cruiser. <laughs> so he got a used car. It's almost a decade old. I mean, I'm definitely as a, as a high school student, that'd be super dope to have. But these are the lamest cars. It sucks too because he he's got a whole life lined up now of PT Cruiser Bruisers. Is that because he's gonna be walking to his car with his bros, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, PT Cruiser Bruiser, punch him in the arm." Oh, that's a thing. And then he's gonna go, "Bro, that's my car." And so he gets double. <laughs> and then now, oh, PT Cruiser. D- d- P double bruiser. And then they put a big boot on. Yeah, they step on his face with cleats. Two 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 one nine for one. Hey Zon, what's going on? Hey, did you also know that the PT Cruiser was voted as the number one gay car of the community? (laughs) Next was the Chevy HHR. Wait, the number one what car? Gay car. Gay car? Like if we're like it's it's a real thing. Yes, it is. Look it up. Trust me, it is. Uh, I had who an ran HHR this survey? I, Donald Trump? <laughs> I have no idea. I had an HHR and I got destroyed for it. I had to get rid of it because they actually showed me the online survey on it. All right, I got this I'm, from... J- there's no way. I, the Subaru Outback has right. to be the number one. I got the top 10 survey. This is from Jezebel.com. Top 10 gay cars. Okay. I got the Chevy S10, the Volvo Wag. Is that Volvo right in it? Very close to a certain body part. Got the Ford Ranger at eight, Nissan Xterra at seven, six, the Geo Tracker, five, Honda CRV, four, Ford F one fifty. Because you got the trunk to, to have sex in. Uh or the you know, the the bed. Uh three Jeep Wrangler, two Subaru Forester, number one Subaru Outback. Thank you. I don't see a PT, PT Cruiser on right there. there. Well, there's gotta be tons of surveys of what's the gayest car. Dude, your friend is just just doesn't like you. Believe it or not, it was my ex boss. He <laughs> oh, should definitely get some money for discrimination. All right, man. Thanks. And look, we're fine with gay cars, right? I think I have a uh, no. Hyundai Elantra wasn't in here. I I mean, cars can't be gay. Sure, but if I found out that my car was gay. I would be so accepting of my car. It wouldn't even be a thing. It wouldn't even be a thing. If my Mazda was only banging other gray Mazdas, yeah. listen, I would be so proud of it. 